Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You can't handle the truth. The truth. The truth. The truth. The truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. Quiet, quiet, quiet. A fucking poop has been unearthed. He's going to ask a very simple, easy question. Now, please enjoy the truth cast with your host, Thomas Luge and Little Dicky Ricketts. Hello, and welcome to this new episode of the Truth Cast that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism. I am Thomas Luge, and I am here with my partner, Mr. Little Dicky Ricketts. Hey, Thomas. You've never brought in a guest with such pearly white teeth before. What kind of watts do you got on them, uh, choppers? Well, uh, I, uh, huh? What the hell? Uh, listen, I, I, every morning I wake up, I put on my makeup, on my teeth. That's what I do. And now I'm glad to be here, Dickie. How's it going, young man? Oh, good. I'm sorry. I got distracted. I know usually we open the show and everything, but uh, we should introduce our guest, Dickie. We have not told our listeners who we are listening to yet. Um, I was thrown off by the... I immediately was put over to me. We haven't even mentioned the truth line. I just cannot get past his pearly whites. Listen, here's all you need to do. You need to go to the makeup counter at your local Walgreens or CVS or Rite Aid and say, hey, what's the best? makeup for my teeth. I actually have horrible British-like teeth. I look like Austin Powers without my teeth makeup. When hmm. I put it on there, I, I wake up every morning at 4.30 a.m., uh, just like the good Lord intended, and I put on my tooth makeup and I just took, so I can come out here and dazzle. And that's why that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you dazzle, Richard Dickets. And when he says our British teeth, he doesn't mean the people in the UK that listen to the truth cast. He means those other fellas. Listen, everyone who listens to podcast is attractive and has great teeth. I know that. Don't talk to me like I'm stupid. I'm here to talk to you like you're stupid. Thomas, your your guest comes with both guns a-blazing. Uh, yes, and we still have not introduced him properly. Um, I wonder how long we could go without doing that. People know my voice. They know my name if they hear my voice. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a freaking famous person where I come from. Little town called Greenville, South Carolina. Where we actually have a lot of listeners. Now that I've gotten away from his teeth, I can't uh, help but to notice that bronze tan. I can't tell if that comes from like a tanning booth at a Planet Fitness or if that's some sort of spray-on type chemical. I'll tell you what, you nailed it. Planet Fitness. It's usually $9.99 a month. Bump that up to $14.99 a month. Unlimited tan. You're welcome. I don't touch the exercise equipment. I only touch the tanning bed with my supple ass. And if you use coupon code TRUTH when you go to PF.com, it won't get you jack shit. <laughs> no, is that- That's my workout partner, by the way. Jack shit. 
I work out with him in the tanning. We we spot each other in the tanning booth. He opens it for me, and then he closes it on me, and I do the same for him. I would take a bullet for that man, just like I take a bullet for the Lord, and I'd take a bullet for you. I never, I just met you, but I like the way you shoot, partner. Thomas, I don't know who this fella is, but I like him already. Well, uh, Dickie, uh, this here, our guest today, I have to be honest. <laughs> I think he's going to make it to the end of the episode. Everyone knows my name. If you got listeners in Greenville, they know me. May I introduce no. him, Thomas? They see me at Bojangles. Of course. They go- see me at Popeye's. They see me at a third chicken establishment. All right. I'm going to introduce you, sir. A man who needs no introduction. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, Dickie. Um, you mentioned a few chains there. Do you happen to go to Cracker Barrel? Do I go to Cracker Barrel? No, because I'm too busy owning the local Cracker Barrel. You're welcome. Because mm, we have... We had a we had a guest on recently that Fern Omez. Yes, yes, Fern Omez. Who? Uh, That's a hell of a handle. Well, she told us that you dropped the G's in certain words. Yes, sounds great. Which words? All of them. This guy seems a little A. If you hear what I'm saying. Uh, is that pig? Oh, egg. Oh, age. Oh, yeah. Thomas is ageless. That's a tricky G because it's a soft G. So is he. All right. Here we go. Okay. Listen, uh, I can smell it on you a mile away, Greenville College Town. I I see. I think. You mean Reenville? Oh, sorry, Reenville College Town. I, hear I think you mean Collie Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a monstrous cough you have there, sir. I know. I'm sick of this Midwestern air. We're too close to a Collie Town called Ann Arbor, and people down there. That's a liberal town. Here's what I don't like. I like when people. I don't like when people say that's a liberal town. Like the town's not. Oh, liberal. you mean like what you just said? Yeah, the town's not fucking liberal. Well, you just said it was. It's not. But here's the thing: the people are liberal. The town. The town charter doesn't say, "Hey, come in here for your gay abortions." They don't fucking say that. I think you mean a abortions. Sorry, <laughs> there's a lot of rules on this thing. This damn podcast. Okay. Um. Well, with with no. Further, My name's Maurice Lundy. Great to be here. Motivational speaker, Cracker Barrel owner, God-fearing Christian. Facts don't care about your feelings. What they do care about is people saying them on podcasts. They appreciate that. Thomas, you got the Maurice Lundy here? Yes, I did, Dickie. Uh, there were a series of events uh, in the last few weeks that were a little bit uh, concerning to me. Uh, so I brought Maurice here to speak to you uh, with regards to your temper and how quickly it just flares up. Motivational radio host Maurice Lundy? Yeah. Of course. CB shortwave ham radio host Maurice Lundy is here in the Hazel Park Library in the Truthcast World Studios? Yes, yes, of course. To speak to me? Yes, he is here to speak to you, Dickie, about your temper. What about my temper? It is a little bit short-fused, particularly in the last few weeks here. I don't know what you mean. Enough of this bullshit. I heard you did a murder. Why'd you do that? Um, the first commandment of the Lord... Um, excuse me, Mr. Lundy. Uh, uh, a is murder, thou shalt not talk about Fight Club. A murder uh, allegedly allegedly alleged murder listen alleged this alleged that i'm alleging that you're a naughty little boy and i don't like that i don't have time i don't have patience for naughty little boys i do not appreciate naughty little boys and so i need to bring something out of you bring that good christian hard-working work ethic that i know is deep inside your the cockles of your heart i need to bring that out so you can get back into society and stop being a little lizard person because that's what 
murderers are, everyone who murders got a little lizard inside of them. The lizard just going, hey, hey, why don't you, wouldn't it be fun if we watched the life escape from this man's eyes? Don't listen to that lizard that's inside of you. Listen to your heart. And your heart's telling you to get a job at Cracker Barrel down in Greenville, South Carolina with me. Okay, I had a two-part comment that's now turned into a three-part comment. I do I do have the, I do ramble a bit. Part one, I know that you're not supposed to say G's, but when you were calling me a naughty little boy, apparently you're not supposed to say any of the middle letters of a word. Two, if I was a lizard person, sir, I would be living with former Truthcast guest Kathy Clawson, but she won't even let me know where she lives, which is why I'm stuck living with Mama Ricketts and my soon-to-be stepdad, what Terry you- O'Reilly. I have a third part, sir. Uh, Lo siento. And Fern Gomez, I was just playing, I know you say the G in Gomez, told us that the Cracker Barrel is a haven of evil. So I would not work at a Cracker Barrel, even if it was owned by the great Maurice Lundy. So why don't you shut your fucking pie hole, you son of a bitch, Dick, before Dickie, I close Dickie, it for you? Dicky, Dicky, contain yourself. Wouldn't it be ironic if you got polio and your last name's Ricketts? That would be ironical. Okay, I, I get what you're doing. Dickie, you need to calm down. This is precisely why we brought Mr. Lin- Lundy here. Uh, your It's Lundy! <laughs> Mr. Lundy. Maybe I have a goddamn anger issue as well. I'm sorry. We brought Mr. Lundy here to give you tools to uh, work through your anger, to, to calm yourself down when you start to feel infuriated. And what tools is that, Thomas? I- a hair of the dog? by making me even angrier because you have this southern charlatan coming into my dojo. Hey, I'm a good charlatan, all right? All right. (laughs) I'm going to blink 180 times. You know what? I'm going to put a couple more blinks in there while I just kind of think about... I'm going to practice my 182 blinks. I tell you what, I'm... Listen, this has made me so mad I'm going to go outside water the grass, have myself a little green day. How's that sound? A little gardening. You like gardening there, Richard Dickens? You like it? Look at me, boy. You know, you're just hollering at me like a screeching weasel right now, and I don't like it. (laughs) Old school, 1980s, Chicago. I ain't here to talk about no damn screeching weasel. I ain't even here to talk about the queers. Uh, I ain't here to talk about no goddamn pop punk bullshit. I'm here to save you. Listen, when you You know what? Why don't you stop trying to save me? Go back to Cracker Barrel and try to save some of them limp biscuits you have in the kitchen. Well, that's why I need you to come down to my Cracker Barrel. I am short a gravy stirrer. Well, I'm not going to... I need you to come down and stir my gravy for me. I'm not going to stir your gravy and I'm not going to eat your dumplings. Sorry, good dumplings. What? Thomas, is this going like you planned? Because I don't feel any calmer right now. Wait, can I say good day to this young man? I believe, Dickie, we must build you up to break you down yeah. to build you back up again. I Wait, I don't what? know. I, I don't <laughs> think I've... Fuck? I don't think Listen, I've been built up at all. I've done a lot of these interventions, and that's never... The, yes. uh, build them up so, to break them down to yeah. build them back up. That makes it's, absolutely... It's like a volcano. No, you're like a volcano. Oh, yes, he is. You you're should like see him erupt. God damn. It's oh, like a my. volcano. A volcano must erupt to build new land, and then it simmers back down, and then it erupts again to build more land. I don't know where you're from, but I bet they have a shitty high school football team. Go on. I'm sorry, He's Richard. from New Jersey. My point you- exactly. You can't recognize the accent? You send me, you show me someone from no New Jersey, I'll send you someone who needs a goddamn foot in their ass. Motherfucker. Got me all hopped up. I'm, I'm cutting promo 
promos like I used to do back in the NWA professional wrestling. I was a jobber. Did what, you know what, that? what did NWA stand for? It standed for National Wrestling Alliance. I know what you're trying to make me say. I'm not going to say it. I'm not racist. I don't know what you're speaking of, Mr. Lundy. I just wanted to know what NWA stood for. National Wrestling Alliance. I told you. I booked Jimmy Crockett. Speaking of charlatans, he was a bad charlatan. Dicked me out of some money. Or sorry, ricked me out of some money. And then I said, hey, I, listen, I'm going to turn this negative into a positive. So I, I went into business for myself. I saved up my money. I bought a Cracker Barrel. I motivationally spoke to everyone on the radio and now look at me i have over six thousand dollars in my bank account what's that do for you there son of jim 179 180 181 182 all right i've blinked 182 times i feel calmer right now Hmm, so check out what i'm gonna do thomas real wet eyeball if this motherfucker keeps talking about wrestling i'm gonna go rodney dangerfield on him and knock his goddamn head off allegedly thomas why is he here he is here to provide you with tools to deal with your anger dickie and oh he's a tool all right apparently he has provided you with one uh you now have the tool of blinking 182 times if you didn't have that tool you probably would have allegedly decapitated him at this point you know next time i need to calm down i'm gonna give it seven seconds tops (laughs) and uh oh R.I.P. Seven seconds. Reno, Nevada. Hell of an outfit. I feel like I'm having a real Mr. T experience right now where I pity the fool who wants to come in here and uh, try to get me to calm down. You know, his daughter is a stand-up comedian in Chicago. Out there, Chicago. Dr. Frank, the lead singer of Mr. T experience. No, the real Mr. T, his daughter is a stand-up comedian in Chicago. Oh, no. Mr. T was a fake person. He was played by (laughs) Bad Attitude Baracus. Believe me, man, get that motherfucker in a plane. He did have a bad attitude. Yes, Dickie, you you reflect bad attitude, Baracus, in many ways, and Mr. Lundy is here to be your Hannibal. Well, right now I'm feeling very hollow and mad. Well, I'm going to eat you. I'm Hannibal. <laughs> Take a fucking bite out of crime. Don't start with my face, man. Listen, I apparently am a motivational speaker, and most of my motivation uh, comes through very obscure pop culture references. Here's what I do. I when there, whenever there's a, something I need, I need to come motivate people. I'm just like, hey, this reminds me of that one movie, <laughs> and then they're riveted, <laughs> and then they're like, but a dog can't play basketball, and I go, hey, there's nothing in the rules say dog can't play no basketball, and then that makes people be good at business. I was diagnosed with a thing called PCAD, which is pop culture ADD. And really, I just go from one place to the next. As you may have noticed when I went from San Francisco area punk band Mr. T experience to the A-team, I don't know what's wrong with me, Thomas. My brain feels like a tornado right now. I feel like a regular Bill Paxton over here. This is natural, Dickie. This is what happens when your brain starts to rewire itself. Are you ready to go back, Titanic? I know it may be natural, but maybe you ought to consider I may be a natural born killer woody harrelson bald in that one balder than dick here's my question how come there's pubes on top of a penis but there's never any pubes on the head of a penis you ever think about that hmm. oh yeah i don't have pubes there at all sometimes um, sometimes i do i do drift into my stand-up comedy because i was a i was an open mic comedian hmm. very briefly really i was so bad they put me on uh the tonight show and they made fun of me and then what did i do i went on the tonight show a couple days later they invited me on because i was so bad at stand-up comedy isn't that a thing that happens all the time you're a real joker maurice <laughs> all right 
Maurice, would you take? Oh, your, sorry. Can you, would you, can you take, say my name again? Would you just say my first name, Maurice? Wow! Wow! Steve Miller Band. Would you please take your uh, headphones off for a second? Yeah, yeah, sure. So you bring me this fake ass fucking motivational speaker, and he's an amateur open mic comedian, Thomas. I was unaware of the comedy, Dicky. Uh, he did not mention that to me. Uh, I was just watching his YouTube videos, which had you know a few hundred views. Uh, I thought he would be good for you. I don't think this is gonna work out. He, you've already not murdered him yet. I believe allegedly. Uh, I believe this is working out, Dicky. I'm gonna get some newsprint and cover up the windows at the conference room here in the Hazel. Park Library so the janitor doesn't see me murder the son of a bitch. Maurice, put on your headphones. Hey, what's up? I was just doing some jazz noises to myself over there. It sounded like you were scatting like a regular Bill Cosby. I don't know about that. <laughs> All I know is I met Bill Cosby once and I woke up two days later. Maurice, uh, are you thirsty? Not yet. I believe. But I could be. I, I, I if believe- I see the right girl, I might become thirsty, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I believe maybe you should. I'm a bit of a puss out. I believe maybe you should. Uh, you should leave this room before something tragic happens and get yourself some water, possibly. I tell you this: I'll leave, but I won't get water. I don't want any water. The only thing I drink, and this is something you should try too. Only thing I drink: Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel, whichever one they got at the CVS. Oh, oh, there's a CVS across the street. You want me to run and get you one? No, no, I'll go. I like going in there and mixing with the these fine Hazel Parkians. Okay. In winter, do people here wear hazel parkas? Come on, I'm just joking. Oh, in Hazel Park, they call the citizens Hazel Park Rangers. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. I believe that's accurate. I was drafted. I was a baseball player in high school, and I was drafted by the Texas Rangers. And then I I, I was out there playing baseball one day in the minor league. I played with the Montgomery Biscuits. And I was just out there in right field thinking, this shit's boring. And so I became a pro wrestler. And then I did two open mics, got on The Tonight Show. Then I bought a Cracker Barrel and started motivationally speaking to people on the radio. And now I'm here. Ain't that fucking crazy? There are no weapons this week in here. Mr. Maurice. uh, I'll be honest with you. When Southern people get mad, they just start cussing. They don't even, it don't even mean nothing. They're just like, God, motherfucking damn it, piece of shit. Fuck, cocksucking bitch. Um, Mr. Mr. Mori, uh, well, goddamn. May, uh, maybe you should go to the CVS. Um, uh, Dicky is halfway done putting newspaper on all the windows. Um, I am a little bit concerned at this moment. I think maybe you might be parched. I think maybe you need a, a drink of water. I'll put or some newspaper. Oh, he should. This motherfucker is so ugly. Make a diaper out of newspaper. I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> Dicky, please. I'd love to please see you keep try. Yourself you want to see me try? You little chote ass tuna D- can. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. D- you know, just because Thomas took all the hard objects away, you think I'm just going to uh, try to beat you away with this for- Life magazine? I'll strangle you with this mic cord. You so- Dickie, 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 sit down. The one sit back down. Object. I'm not sitting down, Sit back Thomas. down, Dickie. If he stopped squirming around, I was wrapped this thing around his neck. Dickie, do your do your blinking exercise, Dickie. Do your blinking exercise. Yeah, do your blinks there, little Pull the microphone away from your face so I can get this noose around your neck. Nope. I will not. I refuse to do that. It does not need to touch your chin. Pull the microphone away from Dickie, your face. Dickie, nope. Dickie, pl- Dickie, please, not please, please Dickie, Dickie, please take, do it. take your One headphones. Mississippi, do two it. Mississippi, three not Mississippi, four it. Mississippi, Everybody five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven Mississippi. All right, I gave yeah. it seven seconds. Good job, baby. Here's my deal. 
as a motivational speaker. I just fucking piss people off and then I sing. And that's apparently supposed to motivate them. Who knows? He's he's all developing he's developing your thick skin, Dickie. All I know is I got six thousand dollars in my bank account and I am living high on the hog. Come stir my gravy, boy. I need you down in Greenville. Can I ask you both a favor? Cause I am feeling a little bit calmer now. I feel like I got through to the other side. Like I broke through. Break on through to the other side. Led Zeppelin, baby. Can you remove the newspaper from the windows? I'm tearing down the newspaper right now. Thank you, Dickie. Um, yeah. Give me the funnies. Okay, here I'll you read- go. You get- Man, this Kathy. Man, what a fucking crazy bitch. Yeah. Look at Hagar the horrible. Oh, man. Toxic masculinity. Beetle Bailey. Woo. Man, the army sure do look fun. Oh. You ever see the army up close? That secretary in Beetle Bailey sure is curvy, isn't she? She's a secretariat. Yep. Don't talk horses to me, boy. The last thing I, I want to do is come to the goddamn Hazel Park Library and talk about horses. Yeah, especially because they closed down the racetrack in Hazel Park. That's a damn shame. Yeah. Racetrack good for the community. I'll tell you what. Uh, racetrack good for community. Where else are dads supposed to go when they want to hit their kids? I... <laughs> Come on. I did see my first adult go to the bathroom outside the Hazel Park racetrack. They were going to the bathroom on the side of the street. They were going number two. Well, I couldn't tell. It was a she, and she was squatting. She was doing something. You see that puss? Mr. Lundy, I don't know that I necessarily understand your methods, but they certainly worked. I'm feeling very calm right now, and I have one request for you before we send you on your way to do the rest of your God's business. Would you both sing a lullaby to me? I will do that at the once, same time. I will do that once you ask to answer my question vis-a-vis regarding that puss. Did you see the woman's puss? I do not believe I did, sir. Unbelievable. They don't do things right up here. This this whole town's backwards. No racetrack, not looking at ladies' puss. What else aren't you doing? You ain't got no goddamn Bojangles. I saw a Chick-fil-A, barely. It was like in a mall or some shit. Y'all got a mall? Is it? Did I go to a mall up here or was I just dreaming that? Uh, We have the Oakland Mall, but uh, I don't think we should go back to the Oakland Mall just in case they did have security footage. I, I went to Great Lakes Crossing once, and now I know I don't want to have kids. Hey, come on. I'm doing my stand-up again. <laughs> uh, Mr. Maurice, this is a very serious interview here. We would prefer you not do stand-up comedy bits. Yeah. Also, we're in 29 countries, so I don't know if the people in Estonia or the people in Australia or the people in Canada, well, probably in Canada, would really appreciate a Great Lakes Crossing reference but uh, they just need to know it's a mall. They don't need to know which mall. I don't they think they know it's a mall. I don't think the people in the Bahrain, the bit works anywhere. It's a good bit. It's a solid piece of business. Can we please move away from the topic of stand up? It is the lowest form of art. No, uh, I want to do a little bit more of it. Any y'all in relationships? Uh, Mr. Maurice, can you please, can you please remove your Mr. Maurice? Can you please Thomas end the show? I'm going to kill Mr. him. Mr. Maurice, could you end please, the show. could you please I'm remove your headphones? Again. Could you please remove your headphones for one moment? I need to have a co- private conversation with Dickie. Oh, okay, I'll put it. I'm going to do my scatting again, though. Uh, that's fine. I need to have a word with Dickie here. Dickie. I think Mr. Maurice has to go. He's here talking about stand-up comedy. It is very offensive. Start putting the newspaper back up. This is not a comedy podcast. It is Thomas. not. It is a very serious. Start putting the newspaper. Dicky, start putting a- the newspaper back up on the walls. <sighs> Just end the podcast. I'm not done reading, Kathy. Mr. Maurice, the put bitch your head- can get it. Mr. Maurice, put your headphones back on. 
I apologize for calling Kathy a bitch so many times. That mm. seems just unnecessary. I'm going to go get some scotch tape from the librarian. Oh, okay, How about Dickie, you get you, some you do scotch that. and soda for your old pal Maurice? Because it's five o'clock in my pants. Dickie, <laughs> you know uh, that old saying, it's five o'clock in my pants, so it's time to fucking drink. Dickie, uh, the newspaper may not be necessary. I found a smoke bomb in my pocket. We can just use that. You think you're Batman or some shit? Uh, yes. You're not Batman. Oh, no. <laughs> Dickie, get him! I'm just gonna run out of here. I don't feel the urge to kill. No, Dickie, get Dickie. I don't want to kill him. I just want. I Dick, just want to leave. Dickie, right. the smoke will only last for so long. You must get him now. I'm. I'm gonna be out in the nonfiction section. I'll do it myself. Do it. Oh, ow, ow! Hey, oh man, you hit me with a police baton. Where did you get a police baton? Are you a man of the law? You didn't seem like a man of law, especially not from fucking no New Jersey. Dicky, I have Bullshit. the baton firmly across his neck, and he will not stop talking. Dicky, I, I need you to take him out. What I do, making pop cultural references and jerking it too. I like having fun, and I like what Dickie, I do. Dicky, he's Dick in five up the Steve Martin book right now. Dicky, I'm stabbing him in the there. neck. I'm stabbing him in the neck, and he will not die. He is still talking. He quit. He quit stand up because of Second Show Friday. Why is Steve Martin doing Second Show Friday? That's fucking crazy. It's That's sort of bullshit. like that author fellow that just wouldn't die, isn't it? Man, there's a lot of blood. So much goddamn blood. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thomas, I don't know what happened in there, but I saw Mr. Maurice Lundy walking out with his hand up to his throat, spurting blood, muttering about some comedian named Mike O'Keefe. He would not die, Dickie. Uh, there is a very large mess in this room right now. We must clean it up before the librarian comes in. Uh, you were the last one in, so not it. Bye, uh, Thomas. I'll be across the street at the Tim Hortons. Ooh, that was a lot, wasn't it? Maurice Lundy was played by Mike O'Keefe. You may know him as Danny from the movie Caddyshack, and most recently on the Amazon Prime series, Sneaky Pete. Oh, wait, no, this is comedian Mike O'Keefe. Mike O'Keefe lives in the Chicago area right now. He hosts the Buddy of the Groom podcast, and he is a really wonderful stand-up comedian. You should follow him on his Twitter or uh, find him on Facebook. Find out when he's performing in your area because he puts on, obviously, a very high energy show he's very present very funny he's one of those guys who you're never going to get the same show twice it's always entertaining i've driven from michigan to savannah georgia with him and ooh, is that a workout we'll see you again next week